Yeah, welcome to John and Dylan suck each other off online. Oh my I'm god, Dylan God! This week we're doing another mashup episode. We're talking about the first half. We're talking about Kendall Jenner's Pepsi ad. Second half, we're talking about I'm not even sure. Jake Paul, and Logan Paul arguing arguing over the prime bottle. That's right. We're there. They it's the Logan Paul Jake Paul prime bottle fight. I'm Dylan God. That is John I'm, Hastings. I'm dressed like a Paul Let's brother. Talk Kendall. Let's talk Kendall. Let's talk Pepsi ad. Dylan, I don't even actually remember when this ad came out. I, I assume 2017. It, was, it was 2017. I was in my head. I was like, it's either 2017 or 2021. Those are the real and 2020. Those are the real a lot of spicy Facebook DM years. You know what I mean? A lot of did you see what this person you vaguely know wrote? And now someone else who vaguely knows them is going to now send you a lot of messages. Yeah. Big years. Oh, baby it was fucking sweet so here's where we start kendall jenner a vet of showbiz baby her first acting job was she was 15 she was the love interest in a music video john comments about how that's too old um i'll tell you this i did not know they were making music videos at a time when a jenner could appear at 15 in one that's mind-blowing to me also who is kendall jenner I moved, I said this to you before we started, I moved to the UK right when the Kardashians were on the rise. I have no idea. I know who Kim is, and I know that there's the one that they think OJ is the father of, and then I don't know. The rest of them, it's like, I don't know, it's like fucking stooges. There's, um, oh, there's sometimes Curly, and sometimes there's Larry, and sometimes there's Biffo and Wacky Wacky. <laughs> like, who are these people? Go ahead. That is that is a very good way to put it. They these literally are attractive Armenian stooges. Yeah, but it feels like it feels like it's literally they. It's the Marx Brothers, but instead of comedy, they're just doing consumerism. <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby. That's your Instagram clip right there. Clip it. Clip. 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 There's there a lot of these people. Kendall is definitely along for the ride. Like Kim, yeah, seems to be some sort of like she was. She's literally a villain. Where it's like Kim Kardashian was born because a sex tape was released, and then she became the muck that was the like you know what I mean. She became she was born out of a sex tape, and now she lives in a sex tape. Her whole life is a sex tape. When she gets. She's figured out the most viral way to drink liquids. Do you know what I mean? She realized that the world was evil, and then she was like, oh, I will just become the queen of this evil. Yeah. And and Kendall was like two rooms over from that decision and has been affected by it and is rolling with the punches is basically how I'm taking this. <laughs> yeah, someone walked into her. One of the deleted scenes from Keeping with the Kardashians is... Kim Kardashian looking in a mirror saying, I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. And they say, why are you quoting Oppenheimer? And she's like, that's a quote. Yeah. I I came up with that. I've actually trademarked dying now. If someone dies, they owe me $150,000. 
Yeah, she basically did what Trump did to Ronald Reagan vis-a-vis the phrase make America great again. She did that with Oppenheimer with the <laughs> I am death destroyer of words. Is that what you're is that what you're proposing worlds, here on the podcast? Right? It's worlds. Sure, not words. Yeah, yeah taking some I, words out. Did I say words? I am death I destroyer think you should of say words. words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kim Kardashian personally is trying to silence me. Uh whenever I'm about to edit a friend's essay, I let them know. I am death destroyer of words. And then I get my little red pen out and I, I do some editing. We will be correcting the adjectives. Um, yeah, they're like the Baldwins. There's 700 of them. There's only one you should care about. I love, by the way, that Alec Baldwin made it so long being like, he's the good Baldwin. And he looked right in the camera and went, no, no, I'm the quiet Baldwin. And you're like, what? And he's like, I'm about to kill someone. And you're like, holy shit, bro. No, no, no. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Make fun of my wife's accent, maybe? Yeah, make fun of the fact that sometimes my wife puts on a weird Spanish accent and we have too many kids. I'll fucking kill you, bro. I'm Alec Baldwin. I'm Jose Hastings. Yeah, what? hello. This is not John and Dylan online. This is Jose and Guillermo on internet. Ooh, no, Dylan is Dylan's one of those names where there's no, you just say Dylan. I would love to meet a Russian Dylan. This is this is Vladimir and this is Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. Anyway. Yeah. Still has skateboard shorts and he's still really cool. Hey, where'd you get all these Red Bulls? We know a Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall Jenner, you're Woo! working at Pepsi. Here's Woo! what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, we want to do our version of we'd like to buy the world a Coke ad. John, how long how long is this ad? Have you seen the ad? I have not seen the ad. I went in completely cold for this um, entire thing. The ad is three minutes. I was going to say the ad is an unreasonable length of time. Very long. It is too long. So what this ad strikes me as is baby boomers in in the year 2017 had a meeting with an ad agency and they just were like, listen, we need to capture the kids. Here's what I've heard walking around a shopping mall recently. Kendall Jenner. Billy Clubs, SWAT team, wet, YouTube video, long. Make it happen. Like, that's what I feel like. No, I feel like there was some. Get enough fucking criticism is the Gen Xers because they're the real fucking losers. I completely agree with you in every description. The Gen X is the worst generation that this fucking world has ever seen. They uh, pop. They popularized uh, sitting down and being sarcastic and doing nothing. Loose fitting clothing. That was them. Every song having a singer that sounds like this. Oh, them. <laughs> <laughs> Neoliberal economic theory, Dylan. Was actually also the baby boomers, but they adopted it. They adopted it. Well, this is the thing is, I think this was a, if I was to pin this on one person, it would be a Gen X person. They're like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because the because those those putrid losers, every single one of them in that age range, I guess they all want to do references. And this is clearly their I'd like to buy a world of Coke ad. It's just they do it with someone who most people said it like dislike because it's like this person isn't famous for anything so it's just like hey we're gonna she's gonna walk around then she goes to pepsi to people and it's like the flower in the gun except it's the, in- pepsi. the entire world is a reddit thread and it's all just the snarky asshole like it's because what i also hate about this and you're correct it's a gen xer because it's also referencing the battle of seattle world trade organization protests 
I just remember like there's one clip where it's like people up against a fence. And this is big imagery because that was one of the great protests of the Clinton years and it exposed like the corporatism of it all. But it's so fucking just like it's just a fucking trade block. You guys are losers. And of course, they're referencing that. I hate I, Dylan, take off your shirt and I want you to carve into your flesh. John hates Pepsi. You hate Pepsi. I hate them based on this ad. I actually do. I Every once in a while, I get a real craving for a diet, a cold diet Pepsi. So I drive Ooh, to the, drive to that 7-Eleven, baby, because they got an off freezer. So it is. It is next to freezing, and it feels like someone is attacking you with delicious corn syrup. I would really like to be able to fail this much. Like, here's what I've got gleam from oh, this thing, from leading the point. whole thing, is Kendall Jenner fucks up, Pepsi fucks up. Also, the guy whose song is playing in the ad, Skip Marley, grandson of Bob Marley, all fuck up. But they're all they're all rich, rich enough that this doesn't affect them whatsoever. I like how this is the greatest Nepo baby festival ever. Without Coke, there is no Pepsi. Without um, so many gender, Jenners and Kardashians, there's no Kendall Jenner. Without Bob Marley, I don't. There's no, there's no way we give a fuck about reggae, let alone Skip Marley. That's not fair. There's a lot <laughs> there of other influential reggae music, but I'm saying well, that wasn't fair at all. But I liked it. You just started fucking talking, and then you said something weird, which is the whole conceit of this fucking medium. I'm gonna say this right now, Peter Tosh. Fuck you. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck you, Daniel Tosh. That's the only Tosh I think. That's the only of. Tosh we know. Yeah. Tasha's speak in a clipped accent and every day you go what do you mean he hasn't been me too i have no evidence and i've heard no stories but there's something in those eyes this is but the parts of it are like a direct reference to a 28 year old woman who confronted the police and basically presented herself for the police and then they just like zip tire in public even though she's a 28 year old woman holding her hands out by her sides showing the palms of her hands in the classics like i have nothing to hide here um and obviously there's a this is just after donald trump has been elected uh we're working up to charlottesville the tensions are <laughs> a bit high and kendy jen fucking kendy jen i just want to do a blow by blow of what happens at the ad I thought Charlottesville had already happened. Also, when you started describing this ad, I literally thought you had lost your mind and you were just describing like some sort of horrific event. They made this ad to promote Pepsi and it starts with, okay, keep going. I did not realize. I thought it was like, I thought it was just a protest. I didn't realize that this was like a fucking, this was the soda version of trapped in the closet. Well, we, we forget because it sounds crazy, but it's like, uh, it sounds crazy, but like this is the first. So this happens when the fuck? So Charlottesville is August 11th and 12th. Don't act like you don't know the days. Don't act like you don't remember. And Pepsi ad debut. But good call, though. Pepsi ad debut. So here's what happens in the um, Pepsi ad comes out in early April of 2017. So almost the greatest timing of all time. Oh my God! Fuck they did. Okay, so Charlottesville could say we were influenced by that Pepsi ad, but the Pepsi ad cannot say it was influenced by Charlottesville. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Charlottesville. They tried to Pepsi ad. Yeah. Are you guys doing a race war? No, we're we're creating our favorite advertisement. I'm Kendall. You're Richard yeah. Spencer. I can be more than one person. Yeah, that's the. There's a four minute version of the Pepsi ad where Kendall Jenner chants, "The Jews will not replace." Oh my God. Her. So here's what happens. Starts out. She's in a shoot. 
right? Kendall Jenner's doing a a fucking modeling shoot. She's in a beautiful gown. Okay. A blonde wig. A guy in a cello is playing. We see what? people marching down the street, a la one of the Black Lives Matter protests. What are the what's the expression on their face, John? I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it's joy and adulation. Joy. It is joy. Have you ever been to a protest where where you're gonna get pepper sprayed? People are pumped. Woo! I brought my eggs. They're gonna be seasoned. (laughs) Walking down the street playing guitar. Bagpipes. Pretty much that offspring video. I think that's every offspring video. Also, I've said this before and I'll say it again. People that bring drums and rhythmic instruments to protests, which you can drown out, you're fools. Start handing out bagpipes to people that cannot play them. Your issue will be resolved within minutes. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, fuck you. John has some more criticism for protesters. More protesting criticism, John. First of all, don't do the chants all at one. You should each be individually chanting. That's far more annoying. So it's and maddening. Exactly. It's a, well, stop trying to unify. You want to be annoying the shit out of the people you're protesting against. Like, I understand. Leader, I'm all for leaderless resistance, but some input from some assholes would be greatly appreciated. That's, I think, the problem right now. Everyone's too serious when it comes to protesting. You need to really fuck everyone up. You know what I mean? Everyone as one pretend to shit on the sidewalk. You're going to get in the news. I think they protest should have a leader. You know who the leader should be? Uh <laughs> Is it you? Is it Dylan Gott? No, it's Ashton Kutcher. Every protest should just be punked. Punk the fucking cops until you get all your issues resolved, I guess. John, now that I'm saying ignorant shit too, what other ignorant shit you want to say? <laughs> Can I just say, I am not surprised that the cast of that 70s show has turned out to be just a collection of history's greatest monsters. And I got to tell you, I'm really enjoying this period of time in human history. Like, it's a real interesting time. Bringing it back to Ashton Kutcher, I've always thought that guy's a bad piece of shit guy. There's something in his eyes where he's just like, yeah, yeah and then I shit in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Really? All right. Mila Kunis. Okay. Danny Masterton. Masterson. Masterson. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got a rapist name wrong. Thank you. That's very important. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Thank you for apologizing. I really appreciate um, Danny Masterton, Wilder Valderrama, is he bad? I thought he just like was in that show. Wilder Valderrama, I remember Wilder Valderrama on uh, the Howard Stern show when I was listening to it deep. He was on an old episode from 2005, and he spends so much of it making sure people know how big his penis is. Here's like, yeah, do you know how do you know how long you have to spend talking about your penis on the Howard Stern show in 2007 for people who listen to that show regularly to be like, this guy's a creep? An exceptional amount. The length of time you speaking about your penis has to match the length of time Kendall Jenner's Pepsi ad ran. Oh, my God. What a segue back into the time. That is very much a thing, though. Like, you know, this is something the kids today will never understand. But if you were the fucking loser on a sitcom, the time you were off of that sitcom, you were definitely weird. Oh, my God. You know what? Actually, there's a lot of people that I'm arguing my own point now. But like. Think about it. Wilder Valderrama, you got something to prove. Wilder Valderrama is a fucking Wilder Valderrama, handsome guy. One of the first people that would be shown on UFC broadcasts as, hey, this guy likes the UFC, and people would be like, Fez from that 70s show? Who gives a shit? Didn't even have a name on the show. Fez just stood for foreign exchange student. Yeah. Wild shit. Kramer? Uh, Kramer, I've like uh, I've done stand up with a bunch of 
with a bunch of 80s uh, comedians from L.A., and they all have Michael Richards as the angriest cokehead that's ever done cocaine and been angry ever. <laughs> hey, if you got into stand-up comedy through the French style of clowning, you're Oh, weird. my God. Oh, you got into stand-up comedy in the 70s through the French style of clowning. Do you understand how many lumberjacks just tried to kill you? And then, like, obviously, you're also <laughs> a bad guy. Like, also, Michael Richards, like, he was starting at a deficit because clearly his personality is bad. But you know what I'm saying? He also then went through hardship, which is the worst thing can happen to an asshole because he's like, I was right to treat people badly. It's a good comeback, though. It got the guy to stop heckling. I mean, <laughs> no, it didn't. I've watched that whole video a lot. That did oh, not no, get it that. Didn't. Good. All right, it well, then did maybe not. You got to go back to the workshop and then come up with some new echo lines. So I know a bunch of people Other that were yelling the N word. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I know how to shut them down. I know how to shut this audience down. Let me up there. That reminds me of the time I was in Alberta and a guy was like, oh, I was like, this guy being chatty. And then I was like, he was like, OK, uh, I got it. And I was like, all right. And then he went up there and he went, uh, <laughs> nice Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> F word. <laughs> and then the place went nuts like Stone Cold came out in 98, John. Uh, just a conclusion of the Michael Richards uh, Laugh Factory story. Uh, supposedly what he said at the comedy store 20 minutes beforehand, 10 times worse, just no cameras. Like it was like a problem in, in LA that month is like he was going through something and he was on a wild bender staying at a hotel on sunset and so he's just walking back Oof. between the two comedy clubs just on blow just talking about his opinions and like being nuts and people were like we don't know what to do it's kramer <laughs> that's fucking awesome it's in the same way that it's like i had this weird moment where paul riser was just using the door of a bathroom as a table to write out his set and i had to pee very badly and eventually i had to go hey paul riser would you fucking move so i could pee and that's just a weird moment to be like I had to tell the mad about guy, mad about you guy to stop using a door as a table. <laughs> oh, what the shit were we dicking about? Oh, yeah. We're talking about um, Kendall Jenner's. So she's in a blonde wig, which I hate so much. There's some joyous protesting happening. Are they actually joyous? Is that a joke? People are breakdancing. No, this is not a joke. It's a fucking soda ad. Everyone's pumped. Uh, Kendall, like, so Kendall sees the protests. And she's fucking, she's on the side of the protest. She, She's a, she's in a beautiful sequin gown and a blonde wig. She takes the blonde wig off, wipes her red lipstick off her face, and then suddenly is just in a jean jacket with a white shirt, walks right up to the cops, hands the cops a Pepsi. The p cop drinks the Pepsi, smiles, everyone cheers, and the tagline is Live Boulder. And at the end of the commercial, uh, another thing that happened is um, none of the murders, <laughs> no... A uh, person of color is ever murdered by a cop again. That's what the other tagline is. Well, that's done now. They say, and the other tagline is, that's done now. And in brackets, it's like police violence. The first part of the sketch or commercial or whatever this is, where the police are arresting her and they're showing the hands, is that ever called that's back? Not to? A, that's not in the commercial. Oh, I thought that was in the commercial. No. I think no, you were describing. I was saying, no, I was saying that the, the commercial is a direct reference to that moment. I thought you thought it started. I thought it started with that. Started with, yeah. Okay. This Pepsi commercial starts. A woman I, starts the cops with her hands out, and the cops. First of all, the cops. That's what I thought happened. No reason. The cops hit her with a nightstick. That's what I thought happened. The and then I thought the protest was on the was back of her neck. She's yeah. bleeding profusely. Kendall Jenner sees this. 
while she's doing a fashion shoot and she yeah. goes i those guys look thirsty the pepsi, <laughs> and then the pepsi they drink the pepsi and then the cops say this will help me do this harder and faster and then kendall jenner uh starts weeping as they yeah as they beat this woman and then caitlin jenner flies in Caitlyn Jenner ha- flies in, hands the cops a phone book. They start punching. Yeah, exactly. And then Caitlyn Jenner, on top of that phone book, which is a bit bent and a bit bloodied, announces her presidency, can- her candidate for presidency. <laughs> yeah. Swears on the Bible and accepts the presidency. Exactly correct. Just a sidebar. I never enjoyed an interview more than Caitlyn Jenner in her private airplane hangar talking about the California recall. People are leaving. The guy next door. Someone who lives here? No, the guy who owns a private jet. He moved out. Couldn't handle the taxes. It's like, good. The guy who, people who own private jets can leave California. We're fine. We've got enough of those. Caitlyn Jenner's dope because it was like, yes, finally a good role model and a famous role model for trans people. Wait, she believes what? Oh, geez. Like it was like immediate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's exactly. My name is Caitlyn Jenner. I am happy I ran over that old man. He deserved to die. All poor people are my food. <laughs> it's just like uh. <laughs> I personally love my organ farms, also known as people who work jobs. Yeah. I'm not saying that I've paid to hunt someone on an island because I did not pay for it. I just got someone in a boat, put them on an island. Caitlin had some fun. Who wants to have some wine? Who do you think? I know there was a British guy who stopped a terrorist attack, but he was just like some dude who was racist. So he didn't really have like he didn't think he was stopping a terrorist attack. He just thought he was committing a hate crime. Uh, I do not know this story, but I want you to know, based on just the pieces of information you're giving me, so- nothing sounds more British in my entire life. Why? Our you- friend Bobby Mayer had a great joke about it, about how and everyone was like, oh, my God, when they like because they saw they went on his social media accounts and it was just fucking it's just fucking craziness woo but yeah but then it was like yeah i don't want to misquote his joke because it's very much toting a line but yeah i understand it's it's like what i'm trying to work on a joke right now because oliver anthony for those of you who heard that song the rich man yeah. north of richmond song they of course went back in his youtube viewing history and he's got a bunch of stuff about like weather machines a certain group of jewish lizards supposedly like like and, it's, uh, and, uh, and, like, and yeah, like a couple yeah. of people were a couple people were like got him i was like got him i first of all the fact that you had to go back nine years to find that that shows that he's grown because i got news for you i know guys that would sing that song and the third verse would be like oh and by the way <laughs> like you crazy go ahead also like going back in someone's going back in someone's like viewing history it's like yeah maybe he was just watching it to be like i don't know there's a there's many reasons you watch. oh my god the things that i've had to watch for this podcast when old people didn't know that you could see someone's likes on twitter will never go back where it's like a politician and then their likes are like a woman just like sucking a dick you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that'll never happen again yeah everyone's too far like everyone's too mm, social media literate for all that again anyway taglines lip boulder go for it in my lifetime, there'll be a presidential fuck tape. And by I mean lifetime, I mean 10 years max. In the next 10 years max, we are going to have the president of the United States. I will be able on a device with the Internet find a video of them fucking or being fucked. I mean, the president of the United States already confirmed bought a prostitute and it didn't matter. 
Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, with campaign funds, my favorite part. This is to help you get elected. Uh, this not coming out is going to help me get elected, so that seems fine. Pay it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cliff Boulder, tagline, Kendall Jenner. The no zip tie part of I mean that's crazy that the zip tie part really made the ad seem a lot more impactful quite frankly I gotta that's tell you like I was... crazy you thought that but I, I'm so <laughs> well, like, happy you thought that I'm going in clean baby <laughs> I don't know like the way people re I only am going based off of the reaction and I within six years time there would have been zip ties in a zip ties You're... alone you're out of your mind if you do not think that that's possible. That is so something they don't. There's no way. Yeah, exactly correct. No I, yeah, I, I, I you let us are know wrong. In the comments, if you think there is a one comments ever. Yeah, yeah. How about you email Dylan and let him know that the year is 2023. No one leaves. This isn't the Huffington Post, Alec Patreon, Baldwin. We get Patreon comments. But... That's a fair point. You can leave pay comments on Patreon. A thousand apologies. I was wrong. I I went into that with too much gusto. Whoopsie doopsie. Here's my favorite thing that happens. There's a lot of funny tweets about it. There's a lot of funny tweets, but I think the best one was Bernice King, uh, daughter of Martin Luther King writes, if only daddy would have known about the power of Pepsi, Pepsi, then one of the funniest things I think is directly respond. And they said, we oh, no. Pepsi believe in the legacy of Dr. King and meant absolutely no disrespect to him and others who fight for justice. No, no, they didn't. They didn't say that. They didn't yeah, they, say that. No, they, they directly, fuck fuck and you, that sounds you, like fuck, fuck, the fuck, president fuck, fuck, of fuck, Pepsi fuck. being like, we have to respond, and then them being like, just let everyone have their fun. We fucked up. Now it's fun on the internet. I disagree. I think they were like, guys, the ad is really taking shape. We got retweeted by a king. And they were like, wait, what? Like the, I, I think they didn't realize how big of a problem they had until they had a problem. You know what I mean? This is, this is absolutely fantastic stuff. Uh, Kendall has an NDA, so she can't do anything. So Pepsi talks on her behalf and apologize to everyone, including Kendall Jenner. Like, you don't know when this ad is going on that it's fucking, I don't know, man. I don't think, like, it's so, so I don't know, man. The, the Kardashians, when this happened, Kim Kardashian must have been like, fucking yes. We could do a whole oh. fucking season off this shit. Woo! And then the end, she looks at the NDA and she's like, you fucking dumb bitch. I'd be surprised yeah, yeah. if it wasn't just like Kendall Jenner's like, get the phone book that was used in the first draft of this ad John Hastings wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the zip ties? Where the zip ties? My What? And like your mom, not the good, not the bad zip ties, the good zip ties. Time to teach Kendall a little thing about capitalism. I want <laughs> yeah. you to know, I find, I still disagree with you. I remember 2017. So no one discusses the absolutely giant cultural shift that was Trump and Brexit happening in the same year and a year where all these celebrities died. Like we all went a bit nuts and also no one knew how to react or like exist or be like people were just angry all the time and businesses tried to like, well, we're going to capitalize on this in the way that we always have with movements. So I understand it's a little ludicrous. It is not without the realm of possibility for Dr. Pepper in this time to have been like SWAT team entering a family home. They shoot the family dog. They almost kill the family thinking that they're drug dealers. They split a Dr. Pepper in the driveway going, <laughs> what am I like? Dr. Pepper for misunderstandings. Well, there's a way to do it. So that, that hilltop ad, the Coca-Cola, we'd like to buy the world of Coke thing is just them on top of a hill singing about the world and then at the end i was gonna say 
exactly what you say. They don't specifically, spe- they're not literally, the song was not called, I'm going to buy a Coke for all the people that disagree over Vietnam because it's kind of a complicated issue. And in another way, it's not because we shouldn't act, you know what I'm saying? Like they, Pepsi was too specific. They were like, we're going to buy these fascistic people trying to attack protesters for just having free speech at Pepsi. And that'll make them understand. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, it was just a bunch of people on top of a hill singing at the very end. They say, I'd like to buy a world of Coke. That's the very end of the ad. That was a year after the Kent State massacre. It's not like the ad was people getting shot and then someone drinks a Coke and then they wake up and then (laughs) the the fucking cops have a Coke and then the cops are like, oh, sorry about that. And then they make out like that's the the Coca-Cola ad was just Ohio by uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just someone drinking a coke over giving it to a dead body yeah yeah what's that 45 years later and they, they they have less of an understanding about what makes an ad than people in the 70s which is fucking insane we nailed this at the top of this segment which is this is how this was pitched a 49 year old man who used to have very luscious long hair and now he's done that thing where he's balding to about here on the top of his head and hair goes to about there. He lifts his head off of a plate of pink cocaine. He's an executive. He's at Ogilvy doing well. And he literally goes, here's the ad. Kendall Jenner, zip ties, protest, <laughs> red lipstick, Pepsi. I think that also this is very key is I don't know if it's man or woman, but I knew though they I do know they are fucking someone half their age. <laughs> Yes, you're 100% correct. The guy who eats me out is always talking about this fucking shit. So let's get one of, I don't know, ask Craig. And Craig's like, "Eh, tennis balls are too heavy. Yeah, anyway, Craig's weird. But uh, we're doing an ad with Kendall. And uh, anyway, Craig's going to go lick me out while I piss. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Done pissing. Lick again, Craig. (laughs) Tennis balls. Tennis balls are rough on my hands. Shut the fuck up, Craig. Ooh, yeah, you stupid bitch. He's got a fat tongue and no brain. I love it. It's not nimble. I just need girth. (laughs) Well, I've enjoyed that this will definitely be the episode that if not gets this show canceled, we'll have to do some explaining. The two two gentlemen tried to discuss protests, but they were too busy laughing at girthy tongues. (laughs) I mean, I think the first part's worse than the second part. Anyway, uh... Kendall Jenner first quote is after this is and this is I want to get the exact quote right is after the NDA passes first of all Kim just says come out and start talking about it basically we make everything content that's what I did after you know one of my ex-boyfriends released a fuck tape of me Kendall doesn't want to do that not everyone's built for dominance like Kim Kardashian that's right not everyone's a Gretzky some people are a Messier just fucking literally how probably her entire marriage with Kanye West was her digging her like clenching her fist so much that I would guarantee she has like at least two inch indents in her hand forever because she's like I have to stay with him he is so much money and respect they have to keep writing about me if I fucking keep staying with him and meanwhile he's just like I think if I build stairs long enough I can reach the moon and they're like okay those albums were really fucking good though Go for it. This is a really quick one. Did she fake a marriage to a basketball player? Did I make that up? She had a marriage annulled um, from Humpty Hump. Chris Humphreys. <laughs> Bas- uh, Raptors 
legend. He sucked too. There's a weird thing about like everyone who gets involved in the Kardashian thing. I feel like Kim Kardashian's life takes so much out of you. They immediately become worse at that thing. Yeah, because they're like suddenly your entire life is a TV show. And Kendall Jenner obviously went through something traumatic because, you know, she was zip tied in the middle of a suburb for filming a Pepsi commercial. Of course. And then she didn't want to talk about it when her fucking older sister kept appearing in her fucking bed with a knife at her throat. This is what the media feels like, Kendall. And you got to learn to love it. You got to be on the shit cam, Kendall, you stupid cunt. Yeah. Hey, Kenny, Kenny. Coffee is for fucking closers. You're drinking tea in the morning. You- <laughs> yeah, fucking. You got to get up. You got to get up at 3 a.m. and then fake get up at 5 a.m. That's how early you got to be up, baby. Yeah. I don't sleep, bitch. They are called barbiturates, yeah. and I crumble them up, and I shove them in my asshole, and you can feel your body wake up asshole first. Have you ever woken up asshole first? <laughs> you dumb fucking twat. No. Enjoy Calabasas with your weird rolling hills that are always dirty. I am in this business to win. Now, watch me piss. Watch me piss. <laughs> Look how efficient. Not in a I'm toilet. Something, something you love. I'm going to piss on something <laughs> you love. Kendall says after this, I feel like shit. I have no idea how I'm going to bounce back from this, which to me just means like, she's like, yeah. She's talking about she's talking about being yelled at by her sister. Pretty much. I mean, like, it's probably her whole family is so in it as far as like that reality show shit that like they just fucking anyway, she's doing I mean, Kendall Jenner is obviously doing great. When you Google Kendall Jenner, there's like a thing that's like, here's what proves Kendall Jenner's a bitch. And it's is, she's dating Devin Booker, who's actually playing very well. So never mind. Oh, that's very nice. Is he also a basketball man? He's a basketball boy. He's a man actually now. He's a he's a he's a he's a grown-up man. Very good at basketball. Very much dating a Jenner. Jenner's must be super fun though, because Bad Bunny dates a Jenner. Very nice. I do I gotta tell you, Bad Bunny really turned me around when he did a fun entrance to a WWE event. And now I like all of his music. I mean you have to, yeah. Yeah. I uh, I really enjoyed learning about um I still think that you're pranking me and that zip ties thing is part of the commercial. I um Yeah, that would be the prank. The prank would be getting you to believe that. I mean, wouldn't it though, Dylan? Wouldn't it? Anyway, that's this part. Next part, we'll talk about Jake and Logan Paul. Another. Oh, Dylan, I'm so excited. Okay, we got a couple of minutes. Let's do a little preview of what we got coming up. We're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about YouTube stats. We're gonna talk a lot about perceived slights between brothers, and uh, we're gonna talk a lot about. Um, uh, fake arguments for advertisement buys. That's the other great thing that's coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you after the break. Please remember to subscribe to our Patreon. Dylan and I are loser stand-up comedians, and that industry is dying. We need your help. Send us money. Dylan Dylan has a child, and I, I just like to buy shit. So let's fucking open. We open our mouths. You open the wallets, fucks. Let's go, huh? Let's see some cashish. Let's suck your goddamn wallet. Thank you so much, guys. We'll be back. Got a second. Suck, suck my shit. wallet. Piss, drink piss, my come, piss. Come, piss come, and come, come and come, piss come, and come. come. Hey, John. You know how off air you were saying that we think you think the phrase "no homo" should be in the U.S. Constitution? <laughs> well, instead of talking to me about that, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe? Hey, John. Can I tell you something? Yes. I sit down to piss and I stand up to shit. John and Dylan online patreon.com backslash john and dylan online there's all a bunch of different tiers there 
$5 tier, you get the episodes early and an extra episode. And I assume at this point there's a $10 tier where you just get some of pubes in an envelope. Yeah, if you fucking sign up for the $15 tier, guess what? You get nothing else different. Just give the pleasure of giving us more money. How's actually, that? you get none of the first two things. Yeah, that's actually true. To give, If you give us $15, you do not get the bonus episode, and you do not get the episodes early. Oh, fuck yeah. The sibling rivalry continues on John and Dylan Online. It's the boys half. Woo! Woo! Girls and boys, John, tell me what you're talking about, because I still don't fully understand. So, do you know who <laughs> Logan Paul is? Yeah. Do you know what his current iteration of Logan Paul is? So you, when we last visited Logan Paul, he was in a suicide forest mocking a dead man who took his own life. And like and subscribe. Make sure to like and subscribe. I don't know if I am going to. I better make sure that people like and subscribe. Uh, I have a feeling a lot of people in the legal fields will be viewing this video, and I want to make sure they like and subscribe. Anyway, he's gone on to become basically... um, He's like the Shawn Michaels of the WWE. I don't know if you know this. He's like 90s Shawn Michaels now. He's like an arrogant douche that like fans are like, we don't like him, but he's actually quite good at wrestling. Uh, he's also doing a thing called the Prime Card because YouTube influencers are boxing now, especially in the UK, but basically all over the world. Boxing is just UFC fighters <laughs> punching influencers who now have six packs or eight packs in the face. Were you aware of any of this? Yes. Okay. Were you aware of the Nate Diaz fight that just took place between Jake Paul? Yes. And Nate Diaz. So, okay. So two things have happened. Logan Paul has basically started eight businesses since we last visited him. Most of them scams or he's a wrestler or a boxer. Juxtapose that with Jake Paul, who is a, I think, a human fucking wasteland. But after like getting investigated by the FBI and starting a bunch of fires in 2020, has spent the last three years becoming a professional boxer in the most Generation Z, Z version of Rocky I've ever seen. He turned a following of millions into an ability to take on a whole sport, and it turns out he's reasonably okay at that sport. So that is where we are. Do you do you feel caught up? Yes. Jake Paul weirdly has like sort of talked about how he's like he uh, atones for a lot of his bad behavior. He thinks that like how he was raised, he's very much okay with playing the villain, all this sort of stuff. I think that uh, the Paul's father raised his two sons to be famous douchebags and he raised a quarterback and a linebacker. So he raised the like Logan is the fucking handsome star. And then he raised a goon for that star. And then the goon basically was like, I actually was raised by a narcissist as well. So I have my own personality problems and I'm the star. And it's like, oh, God, that has now gone away because Jake is a boxer. And now Jake has a fight against Nate Diaz. Logan Paul shows up in his wrestling gear because he just fought. He uh, just had a match with Ricochet um, and he was not allowed to do something. What was he not allowed to do, Dylan? Show the prime bottle. He was not allowed to bring a prime bottle onto the premise. What? Yeah, he wasn't allowed to bring a prime bottle. <laughs> now, wait, wait, it wasn't like so his ban- it was banned more than like hard drugs. Absolutely. This is a boxing fight in the 2020s. Like there were people do they were people doing ketamine in the ring. And like, yeah, no, couldn't bring a prime bottle. Now, do you think what why why do you not think he was allowed to bring a prime bottle? <laughs> Jake Paul has his own soft drink. It's bigger than that. 
Uh, Jake Paul has had deals with gambling uh, websites and drink sponsors before. And every time that they've done that, Logan Paul, and this is one specific incident, and then Jake Paul's kind of conflated to being many. Then Logan has shown up in the gear of their direct competitor like a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> so the sort of backstory to this is they have this really weird, complex relationship where basically Logan Paul was one of the biggest YouTubers uh, ever is a huge face of the idea of being an influencer. And Jake Paul was kind of like the Joker to his Batman. They were both horrible people taking advantage of people, but just Jake did it in a more uh, obvious and I'm doing this on purpose. I'm trying to break your heart kind of way. So became the villain, but they're both horrible people. And now what's happened is Jake has kind of just become an athlete. And I think it's really pissed off Logan Paul. And he does not know how to deal with the fact that his brother is like, just sort of good at one thing while Logan is running around doing a bunch of things. And that leads to a 12 minute confrontation on episode 390 of impulsive. Now, have you ever watched impulsive Dylan? No. Okay. So impulsive it's going through. Now the thing you need to know about Logan Paul, he's going through a lot in his life right now. George Jenka, who used to be his best friend and co-host on impulsive has left the Logan Paul verse. and has basically started a podcast that I would nickname Every episode, I'm personally attacking Logan Paul, if not subtly, overtly. Well, that's uh, all he has, right? Much like the Kardashian would talked about in the first half. It's like that their their currency is all you know, twenty four seven, all access to their lives. A hundred percent. But the other thing you have to remember is, like, yeah, that's all that George has. But in another way to look at it, that's all he needs because, like, we're not aware of how. Like, I don't think of Logan Paul being famous. I think of him as being a joke. But like prime is everywhere. This is a jet. He is, he is the Kurt Cobain of 15 year olds right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's Isn't that crazy? I mean, I got to tell you that generation is going to be so much better than generation X generation X. Is, oh, our heroes, Kurt, he died. We're sad. Who's our hero? He was a boxer. He was a wrestler and he was a drinks magnet. Oh my God. Everyone's going to, everyone's going to be in suits for so long. Uh, the other thing that's happening is Logan Paul is having a, um, a boxing match on the prime card. Do you know what the prime card is? No, it's an influencer boxing match pay-per-view with a variety of wrestling and boxing matches mixed in there, including a, um, and it's a KSI versus Tommy Fury. So Tyson Fury's younger brother is involved in this, and he's kind of like the one quote-unquote legitimate boxer. So it allows all the boxing commentators to sort of have someone to root for, but they also really hate him because really Tommy Fury is also just a YouTuber. And then it's Logan Paul versus a guy named Dylan Dennis, and Dylan Dennis has just been every day posting insane shit about Logan Paul's fiance and wife. Well, Dylan Dennis is like a legendary troll. Oh, and may I say this? This is his this is his Picasso. This is this his is, this is his opus. This is his starry starry night. He is Mr. Holland and this is his opus. Well, isn't Dylan Dennis? So Dylan Dennis is a like a grappler, Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, done a bit of MMA, but not much, mostly in Bellator. They basically put him up against me and then he beats me and then he's like, "I'm the fucking best." I actually have to tell you, I can't tell if it's a UFC fight or if it it's is. It's boxing and it's Dylan Dennis is tr absolutely tragic. The only reason that he would, you would accept a fight with Dylan Dennis would be if it's boxing, because otherwise he'll strangle him and 
that's like he calls your wife a whore every day and then he strangles you. He strangled you. <laughs> yes. Okay. So like very that's... easily strangled you after calling your wife a whore. That's not good. So what I think has happened is Logan Paul has bitten off more than he can chew in this situation. In that, like, he has a raft of lawsuits stemming from CryptoZoo. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he started a cryptocurrency game where you could birth eggs that would give you cryptocurrency. Except none of that was written into the game, and it was just a giant scam. Yeah, that's some convoluted. That's because it's a made up thing. It was like they tried to make like crypto Pokemon and it made no sense and it doesn't and it's yeah. not real. It's Tamagotchi. If Tamagotchi made sure that I got a 401k, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like Tamagotchi and that now I have your money and go away. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, Bertie Madoff. Imagine if I was him. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine if a backup tight end took all your money, which I did. <laughs> Imagine if someone who still is pretty sure Dan Marino could win a Super Bowl. Imagine if him stole $4.5 million. So let's, uh, I mean, so what, so what happens? So we're talking about the prime bottle. So we're, we're, this is all setting the stage for the prime bottle fight, which is also, um, Jay Paul beat Nate Diaz at this fight and is now getting like said quickly said quietly, like legitimate notice in, the um, boxing world as not I would he, say, he is not i've got to cut you off he is not okay well let me rephrase joe rogan and four or five quote unquote fight influencers are like well he's not a living piece of shit that's what i'm basically saying there's like the, the i watched that fight it was bad it was like, jake why did you watch that fight it's all bad I always, here's watch, the thing. I always like uh i'm a mixed martial arts guy so i like watching all the fights anyway also here's what happened nick literally nate diaz the entire fight was nate diaz who is also fat now <laughs> so oh my like god guy, it's a woeful i mean nate i should say fighter fat not me i'm much fatter than nate diaz. we both are like nate diaz could like run 10 miles and then beat the yeah. shit out of us with our own hands 100 yeah. Will I say this about Nate Diaz, which I like about his current body shape, is it meets the swollen nature of his face for the first time. And the first yeah. time his body matches, because forever he looked like a match. You know what I mean? Like it's just this yes. big head, just in this tiny little body. That's why I always thought him, and he always had an advantage as an MMA fighter, because I would look at him and be like, I could beat the fuck out of this guy. Like, it's so like this guy's not a problem. Yeah, no, I understand. What, you're, what I'm more trying to point out is I think that um, either Logan Paul had a meltdown or, or this was a fake fight. And I lean actually more towards it being a fake fight between Jake and Logan Paul, because they get basically into this ridiculous argument over the fact that Logan was not able to bring a prime bottle to the fight. They were not able to bring a prime bottle to the fight. And it is a 10 minute fight that then devolves into, um, uh, basically Jake pointing out that Logan only uses him when he needs him, which is a very interesting point to make. And is very true. That's like, yeah, you guys are two parasitic human beings. That's true of both of your relationships. It's like, why are you, and you can see Logan react being like, but of course that's how that works. I, I only need you. I only am nice to you when I need you. That's how, and like, it is the most, you have to watch it. You have to, everyone go. It's literally watching a narcissist being like, I'm a narcissist. And the other person being like, I don't like that. And I'm like, well, you don't understand what the agreement is. And that goes on for 11 minutes. Then the real fun begins, Dylan, because what next is revealed by Jay Paul says he never wanted it aired. He never wanted it aired. He never wanted it out there. He didn't think that they looked good. They thought it made them both look egotistical and ridiculous. They argue about um, business a bunch. It then turned out that Jake Paul went into the interview upset because he thought that Logan was condescending in a documentary about him. 
because he didn't uh, he didn't say he was a good boxer. Is that fun? So yeah, they're both weird losers. Yeah, they're so the giant, big, fat, fat, weird losers. And um, what happened three days ago, as of this recording? Jake fucked Logan's dad. No, they did not fuck Logan's dad. They did a reconciliation podcast, which is even more awkward than the fight. They are both dressed in. Uh, um, Jake is in all white colors. Uh, they don't get to it for fifty-one tense minutes. It's introduced, but it's introduced by a man named Big Mike who is wearing an Olive Garden T-shirt. And let me say this about that: that's fucking sweet. I fucking like Big Mike now. Yeah, you where did you get that fucking Olive Garden T-shirt, bro? Bro, long sleeve, Dylan. Long sleeve logos on this sleeve. <laughs> Oh, that's the style now. I, I I'm for that style. If if it can be from businesses from the '90s, yeah, bro. Where's my Pizza Hut long sleeve? Well, you can just buy one. That's why I wear. I started literally buying shirts from fast food places because I'm like, do I like bands anymore? No, I'm middle aged. My new bands are sandwich shops. <laughs> man, I'm in this fucking. I love the sandwich shop, man. I got an In and Out Burger T-shirt because of you, and it's my favorite tea. Love it. Of course. You what you what amazing about the In and Out Burger t shirt is this thing fit me it fit me the exact same way when I was two hundred and sixty pounds. It fit me the same when I was two hundred and ten pounds, and now it fits the same way that I'm two hundred and thirty pounds. It's like this thing is goddamn shapewear for men. Yeah, it knows it knows who its clients are. Yeah. It knows and adjusts. Yeah. These gentlemen will be working different parts of their uh torso to hide the gut. And you want to know what these t shirts will do? <laughs> yeah. Accentuate. We mm-hmm. will be here to accentuate. They do, yeah. Fifty-one minutes. It's introduced, and basically, Logan Paul apologizes. What do you think? Where do you think he had his revelation? He was, uh, fucking Jake Paul's dad. He did a very intense boxing camp, and he realized that he needed wow. to be nicer to his brother. Uh, now here's what the internet, and by the internet, I mean the various Reddit boards. I then, tr- I then uh, trolled the other version, which is look through for comments, not interact. Is uh, so they think it was a giant fight, either a to sell the prime card because apparently, I don't think that that's true because it had nothing to do with the prime card and made Logan look like a little bitch, like he's really nervous about fighting uh, Dylan Dennis, who by the way continues to post hilariously mean things about Logan Paul and Logan Paul's fiance. And I think Logan Paul's a terrible person, so I'm totally fine all this happening to anyone that's in Logan Paul's life. Uh, so let's let's deep dive into that, though. So it's a build up to the prime card, as you said. Dylan Danis is fighting Logan Paul. What what things are Dylan Danis posting about Logan Paul and his? Logan Paul? He's basically claiming that he slept with Logan Paul's fiance. That Logan Paul's fiance is bangs been a piss- lot of guys. Is pissed on is a lot of the implication, a lot of P implication, which is fine. Great. It's good stuff. The other thing I keep forgetting, by the way, keep this in mind. Like you're saying 15 year olds. This is literally like, if you look at the comments on this, it is just like teenagers, newly puberty boys. Yeah. She's had sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you, what, what she's peed, not in her house. Someone, someone tell that harlot to get the scarlet letter sewn onto her chest. The yeah, other thing that I keep forgetting is her dating people. And then YouTubers going like, y'all. So if y'all, if you even see how many guys this girl's been with, <laughs> she is a low value girl. And she oh my God, be shot into the sun. This is the perfect. That's the voice of the guy in Canada saying that I fucking found out this girl I had a crush on shook the hand of another girl. And I did not realize that she is a slut. Okay. The other thing is, is that KSI, who Logan Paul is in business with, 
um, has been basically Dylan Danising Jake Paul for years. Like they hate each other. There was speculation that they were going to box on the prime card and negotiations fell apart. That's the other thing I totally spaced on this whole thing is that the entire time Logan Paul has been doing business with a guy who's been dunking on um, Jake Paul. And the behind the scenes of all of this is there was speculation at some point between the two reconciliations that Jake Paul was going to appear with Dylan Dennis was going to possibly be in Dylan Dennis's corner. This is all wild 15 year old speculation, but it's so exciting and fun to think about. And how fucking crazy would that be? I fought in Bellator. I pissed on your wife. I'm friends with your brother. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, what was he saying? Um, this is also Remember we did the episode about Logan Paul and the Suicide Forest? Of course. The highest, other than that Suicide Forest apology video, the highest view count they have is for their other fake feud, Logan Paul and... Yeah, so this is not the... The other time they did this is they did a bunch of diss tracks back and forth at each other. Basically like how the... 300 million views, every single one of them. Yeah, basically how the Pauls work is they find... Um, they find industries where you can use your money and influence to pay to get a certain way into it. So like they tried it with hip hop and that you can find a DJ to produce a music bed for you. You can find someone to write the lyrics for you and you can learn how to say them at a meter that would sound somewhat pleasant. Essentially, that's what they found with boxing. Boxing was on its fucking ass because fucking Floyd Mayweather basically just turned it into a sport where he would wait until a really promising boxer is about to die. And then he would beat them and continue to be the world champion. And they entered boxing by Jake Paul, basically being like, I'll beat all you fucks. And then he did. Let's be honest. A lot of HGH, so much HGH. Hey, let's grow some humans with these hormones. Uh, they, I mean, Logan Paul and KSI, that first match where it was the YouTubers, I think it was like people paying 10 bucks for the pay-per-view over YouTube literally invented an industry because that is make no mistake. This is more far more profitable than actual boxing. Like, oh my God, Jay Leon love. Who's like a actual boxer is, uh, he will actually, uh, he trains Jake Paul and it's like, that's makes much more money from that. You can see the, you can see the pain in his eyes. You can see, you could truly see the pain in his eyes as he's like, just do this thing that I can do without thinking. Okay, you can't do that. I'm going to go. Can I have my pillow? Can I have my screaming pillow? Thank you. Thank you, Jake. I, um, it's a good thing that you decided to be a uh, boxer, Jake, in a time when legal marijuana is available because I'm on 500 milligrams of edibles. Because <laughs> yesterday I was only on 400 milligrams of edibles and I ate a locker. So, um, I'm going to just need you to fucking chill out. No, it's 100% and it's basically created industry. Um, what I actually think it is, is I think that Jake Paul is, I think that Logan Paul is concerned that Jake Paul is going to eclipse him and he's like trying to alpha dog him. But I think Logan Paul is losing his grip. I think this is the beginning of the end of Logan Paul. This is the part of the documentary where they're like, and then they did the Dylan Dennis fight and he was never the same. And he's still like, he's going to have like 50 million views per episode, but it's not a hundred million views per episode. And how society works right now is it's like, oh, you're not a God. You're only a demigod. Well, guess what? Demigod suck my actual shit. Take shit out of the toilet, put it in your mouth and suck it. Do not eat my shit. Only gods get to eat my shit. You're a demigod. Don't fucking eat my shit. Just suck on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's well, exactly what we're good. entering into. It's going to be so good. Big Mike is going to have other great T-shirts. 
and be constantly trying to have sex with ladies by letting him know that he used to date Lana Rhodes, which is other fun gossip that's recently come out. Um, the other conspiracy, yeah. So the other conspiracy theory is that KSI, supposed to be KSI Jake Paul for the uh, prime guard, Jake Paul wouldn't do it. Um, there's other things which was in the fight, they for no reason bring up the fact that there's possibly a Floyd Mayweather fight, and there's discussions of a Connor fight. Um, and they're also thought that they did this fight to just try and drum up interest in either one of those fights. I want to ask you this, Dylan, do you want to see a Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight or a it's Logan already happened. Paul? Oh, pardon me. A uh, Logan Jake Paul. Paul, Jake Paul, Floyd Mayweather, Jake Paul, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather. That's the one. No, I don't want. I mean, I'll watch it. I don't want to see it, but I will. Watch I will watch. It. I will watch. Of course, it too. I love train wrecks. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. I got to tell you, would you like to see Conor McGregor versus either one of the polls? Ooh, that would be that would be more fun because I mean, Conor would lose, which would be. Very, really? Very, oh, he will lose. Yes. Why do you think he'll he wouldn't lose? lose to Logan, but he'll lose to Jake bad. Is that just because of like style and strength? I I just don't know enough. Oh, about he's either. just, he's just too old. Conor McGregor is yeah. Old Coke man. He's like Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is like, he's just, uh, he's just done. He's old. He's who else is excited for the fact that there's no way Conor McGregor's dying young. So we have, if you His think his head is fucking huge, huge, I couldn't agree more. Actually, you know what? If Connor comes in, like Connor could come in, like legitimately two hundred pounds, and he fought when he won his first UFC title. He was probably walking around at one sixty five, so it's like he could come in like thirty five pounds of just steroid muscle heavier, and just fucking just on the way to his ring on the way to the ring, somehow getting sucked off by someone that is not his wife. This is a man who got sucked off by his wife and put the video on his Instagram stories. And then someone was like, why are you treating your wife like that? And he went, a good sucks, a good suck. That's what he said. I mean, <laughs> I got to tell you, Conor McGregor was exactly as advertised and he continues to be. Oh, what happened? Well, he just flew from Russia doing cocaine on a private plane. I must assume and threw a dolly at a bus. Why? Uh, a guy who knows a guy was rude to someone that he might know. Is that the actual reason he has assault charges in New York? Yeah, he's a champion. Well, he has a ton of businesses and he loves blow and he's living you. He's living like he's living like everyone, not everyone, but he's living like a got a lot of guys who have hired me to do comedy at their Christmas parties. He's I agree completely. Yacked out of his head. He's cheated on his wife whenever she's Ooh. not in his vicinity. He has fucking got nine businesses. He doesn't run any of them, which is why they're successful. He's just convinced someone that they should run a business for him. Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor is the most successful version of that dad we met when we did that gig at that golf course that just who literally just oh, waylaid yeah. us into <laughs> taking a break. And I've never seen Dylan was. Dylan was like two months away from being a dad and was just his fuse was so short and he was so done with this bully shithead dad. Oh, the expletives did fly on the drive back to Tirano. I tell you that much for free. Oh, yeah, baby. Anyway, you know what? I think this is great. Uh, they they made up. They had a fake fight to keep drumming up interests. They found a guy who's going to tweet shit about his disrespectful shit about his wife. But you know what? This is going to be a very short marriage, likely, and may only just be like a weird celebrity YouTube marriage. So who knows? Or maybe it won't be. Maybe they're in love. Go for it, John. Here's what I'm hopeful that it was contract negotiations between Jake Paul and Dylan Danis fell apart. 
for him to be in the corner. And that gets revealed somewhat into the run up to the prime card because it's October 14th, baby. We still got a ways to go in terms of promotion, in terms of weird shit. These weird people can do. It's just there's so there, what what kind of world do we live in that there is a tag match on the same card as boxing? Like what is go? It's this is so weird. I can't figure out if this is also a, a tag box- match. Yeah, there's a tag team match, and I can't figure out if it's a boxing tag team match. I mean, it could be. Why not? Yeah, oh, sorry, uh, wait. It's the prime card. It's called the prime card. How do you not know about the prime card? <laughs> I don't know about the prime. Dylan, aren't you into sports? I'm sorry. I am into sports. There's a bunch of guys with Twitch accounts and they're punching each other. L Brook under fire for racist comments after prime card boxing announcement. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, I'm looking at the card. I don't even know who L Brooks is. <laughs> this is like, yeah. KSI, Tommy Fury fight card. I mean, there's it no, is a, like, it's a tag team boxing match. What the fuck is going on? Which one is the tag team boxing match? Oh, Nish Lamo and Alex Wasabi will face Luis uh, Alcaraz, Haniba, and B-Dave. I got to tell you, they need to stop using the YouTuber names because it's really does make sense for a YouTuber card because then guys can do two minutes or three minutes and fight and then tag in and out and get their wind back. So it'll be a better fight. I don't think you understand that I'm not here to see good fights. I'm here to see P. I want to see one of these fucks die in the ring. I want to no, see but that's the thing about it is like it has to at least visually it has to at least visually they have to be okay enough at fighting that you don't feel ripped off by paying for it and Dylan Dennis versus Logan Paul people will feel ripped off that's going to be so bad which is why it looks like KSI and Tommy Fury is on top because those guys can at least box enough yeah. that they can okay I saw the thing that looks like boxing versus like Dylan Dennis and Logan Paul are just like like they're both athletes but they just don't they're just not good at it which is fine. I'm going to look I'm going I'm looking forward to King Kenny versus Anthony Taylor. Are you looking forward to my my dream YouTuber boxing match PewDiePie versus the Charlie bit my finger kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see Mariah Mills versus Zion Williamson. <laughs> I want to let's go old school. I want to see Gavin McInnes v. Owen Benjamin. Winner takes oh, Joe good. Rogan. Holy shit! That would oh, be yeah. that, that fight would be bloody and short because that is those are two old alcoholics. Yeah, it would be fun. Yes, it would be fun to see people who both have a, a onset osteoporosis. Just oh my god! Fashion. How about what is Anthony Hopkins dead? He's not dead. Oh, sick. Anthony Hopkins versus the real son of Sam. I think that would be good. Oh, I would like to see that. I'd like to see Ariel Hawani versus just any of the guys from um, uh, Cultaholic Wrestling. <laughs> Them having a boxing match. That'd <laughs> that be fun. That would be good. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Against that uh, Jack the Jobber versus Ariel Hawani combat, the, the TKO boxing match. I think this has reached its natural end. John, can I ask you a question? I would love if you did. What do you think? Uh, what do you think Logan Paul and Kendall Jenner's likelihood of getting married is? I think it's a hundred percent. If you join our Patreon and listen to our podcast, where we wildly speculate, and by podcast I mean thoughts we had in our own head and did not record. Join our Patreon, take off your shoes, stay a while, and enjoy the content at the old pate hole. That's what I call Patreon now. Take off your pants and jacket.
Take off your pants and jacket. That was my favorite Blink-182 album. Still is. There you got a new album coming out. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I love it. I forgot so this. Kidding. I forgot this, John. We committed to something. We made some episodes, but we committed to something else. So next week, we'll be talking about the Try Guys. Oh, yeah. The Try Guys. Of course, one of them cheated on their wife. One of them turned out to be a Jake or a Logan. Maybe a Kendall. Maybe a Kim. Oh, yeah. I don't know who the Try Guys are. I'm excited to learn about some fucking bullshit YouTubers instead of my own local politicians. Thank you very much for listening, guys. <laughs> uh, next week, we'll have the Try Guys. And our next Patreon episode is on Rancid. Whoa. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about how they're really bad guys. I met one of them in a Starbucks, and he was rude. Dylan likes the yeah, band, yeah. has I heard all the things. And he's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it's the best. It's my favorite of all my celebrity stories because it's the one where I get to be the most rude. Yeah, I met him once. Not a fan anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, bitch. Rancid. Next. Patreon. Hi, right, guys. After that, suck a big ol' weenie. Or suck a weenie. Oh, a poo poo. A poo poo or a poo poo. Oh, uh, Patreon.